here. Now, broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Mark Levin here, our number 877-381-3811, 877-381-3811. As time goes on, ladies and gentlemen, it is Dr. Christine Ford's credibility that is becoming less and less so. And it was weak to begin with. Now her ex-boyfriend says, now wait a minute. She never brought up a sexual assault of any kind to me. And they were live-ins for six years. She never had a problem flying. We flew on a propeller plane in Hawaii. She lived in a 500-square-foot apartment for a period of time, so much for the issue with uh, respect to claustrophobia. He said that when they broke up, Uh, He broke up because she had been cheating on him, and she continued to use his credit card. She lied about using it, and then he said to her, I'm going to turn this over to the fraud people at the credit card company, and then she confessed that she had, in fact, been using his credit card. Now, I want you to think about that. With Kavanaugh, he threw ice when he was in college in a bar. That is an offense So egregious, uh, it should deny him a seat on the Supreme Court. There are a lot of credibility questions that have been raised. There's a report at uh, Real Clear uh, Investigations, a serious website, about the two doors. Remember she said there were two doors at the front of her house because of her psychosis as a result of her uh, molestation at the unidentified uh, home. And there are two doors because of the need to escape, the mentality that she needs to escape in case one of the doors is shut. Well, we now know that's not exactly right. There are two doors, all right, but the new door led to a room that was reconfigured, which also had a bathroom, which was reconfigured, where businesses apparently were run out of this room. Now, you start adding this stuff up, ladies and gentlemen, you got a problem here. The ex-boyfriend says she did indeed assist another individual on how to take a polygraph exam, an individual who wanted to work. Her name was McLean for the FBI or the U.S. Attorney's Office. This is quite remarkable. Quite remarkable. And when you add all these things... To what the excellent prosecutor did, the Republican prosecutor, who was universally trashed except by me, you can see that Dr. Ford is not credible in the least as applies to Brett Kavanaugh. With respect to Brett Kavanaugh. Not in the least. And her left-wing kook lawyers, suggested to her by Dianne Feinstein, are trashing the FBI now, as the Democrats are. Now, you knew they, with the FBI, that's the gold standard. Now they're attacking the FBI, which is really their, their regular knee-jerk position. 
because the FBI hasn't interviewed Dr. Ford or Judge Kavanaugh. These are the same lawyers for Dr. Ford who refused to turn over to the Senate Judiciary Committee copies of her therapist notes, even though they waived privilege. Because the therapist notes will tell a lot to the committee. Including whether Dr. Ford has other issues, which is exactly why the prosecutor asked about them. I want to go back to this prosecutor because it's important. The media attacked this woman. Radio hosts attacked this woman. Television hosts attacked this woman. Senior judicial analysts attacked this woman. I said, no, 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 no. She's doing this exactly the right way. Now, I'm going to prove to you that that's the case, not just tell you. And it's not to pat myself on the back. It's because I think you're very intelligent. Unfortunately, most of the media do not. But I think you are. And here's what I said. I believe it was the day of that hearing. Isn't that right, Rich? September 27th, last Thursday, when I came on the air. Cut one, go. A lot of people have been trashing the prosecutor the Republicans hired to ask questions of Ford. What was her name again? Rachel what? Rachel Mitchell. I will take a different view. I want to congratulate her. She did exactly what needed to be done. Exactly what needed to be done. This is why I believe that in the end, Kavanaugh now will be confirmed. She walked Dr. Ford through various aspects of her allegation. And what amazed me is some of these cable analysts weren't happy with it. It's taking too long. The people aren't going to follow this. The Democrats are there making speeches, and they thought that was wiser because this is all based on emotion and everything. Let me tell you the problem, folks. Let me tell you the problem. I'm sorry to say this, but whether it's on cable TV and even this business, people really think you're stupid. People really don't think you're going to be able to follow these things. You're smarter than broadcasters, including me, whether they're on TV or radio. You have a great sixth sense about things. You've got common sense. Those of you who watched the hearings, you followed everything this prosecutor was doing. She was methodically going down, raising questions in a very polite and professional way, and showing gaps in Dr. Ford's testimony. Some cases she had absolute recollection But in most cases, she had none. And I'm not trying to put anybody down. I'm just saying that's what I saw. So I take exception to some out there. I I thought she did a hell of a job. It was very solid. That was her purpose. That's what she did. That's what she accomplished. And she, she had to synthesize, understand, and then use an enormous amount of information in a very short time. And she did. And she found gaps. All right. That's me from September 27th, last Thursday. And now virtually everybody's hanging on what she said, and they should. And there's even more. As the ex-boyfriend comes forward. Notice the Democrats don't want to talk to the ex-boyfriend. Notice they don't demand that the FBI interview the ex-boyfriend. Notice the Democrats don't demand that the lawyers for Dr. Ford turn over her therapist notes from 2012 and 2013. Have you noticed that? Notice the Democrats don't demand, as I've been saying repeatedly, that Dr. Ford and her lawyers go to the Montgomery County Police Department in Maryland. 
So now they're saying the FBI didn't interview Ford and didn't interview Kavanaugh. Well, of course the FBI didn't interview them. You know why? This is not a criminal investigation. We say this over, 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 and over again. It is not a criminal investigation. They already know what Dr. Ford has to say. How do I know? Because we all know what Dr. Ford had to say. They already know what Judge Kavanaugh has to say. How do I know? Because we all know what Judge Kavanaugh said. It's no different. Now, it is time to stop trying to rationalize and reason with the Democrats. It's time to crush them. Crush them. It's time to defeat them. Victory. Stop playing along. I don't care if the media play along. Stop playing along. It's enough already. It was enough a week ago. It was enough when it started. They don't get to call the shots. They're in the minority. It's time to have a vote and let the chips fall where they may. And let me be utterly clear to Susan Collins and Lisa Murkowski. I'll bring a thousand, five thousand people into your states to campaign against you. You may think this helps your political career. While you pose as nobler than everybody else, but I promise you it doesn't. We, the real American people, the regular American people. We've had enough. We've had enough. I'll be right back. Lovin. In order to believe Dr. Ford, you have to suspend your ability to reason. He's given three different answers as to when the assault happened. Mid-80s, early 80s, and all of a sudden, actually it was the summer of 1982, after she lawyers up. You have to believe that she waited. Waited, really, until now, to reveal that the individual who assaulted her was, in fact, Judge Kavanaugh. Never said anything to anybody else. Although her husband now has circled back and said, oh, I remember her telling me during marriage therapy. Okay, we'd like to see the notes. They won't return. They won't release the notes. So that's not believable. She can't remember key details about the night, who invited her to the party, how she heard about the party, how she got to the party, how she left the party, where the house is exactly with any specificity. And of course, most importantly, how she left the party, with whom she left the party, how she traveled back home when she got back home. The alleged assault has not been corroborated by a single person, including none of the people she's named, including, as well, her lifelong girlfriend, Leland Kaiser. That apparently has not changed based on reports today. She hasn't provided a consistent account of the alleged assault, And she had big trouble remembering important recent events. Like in her discussion with the Washington Post reporter, whether she actually gave portions of her therapist notes to the reporter. Now, this is in July. The whole copy of the therapist notes, or read from the therapist notes, she doesn't remember. She can't remember if she had an actual copy of the therapist notes when she called the Washington Post. 
or she had gone to her therapist's office and read the notes. Can't remember any of that. She won't provide the notes to the committee. She won't provide it to the committee. She can't remember the day that she had the polygraph. Now, this is very recent. This is, what, a month, six weeks, eight weeks ago? Whether it was on the day her grandmother passed away or not, she can't remember if it was video or audio recorded, and the committee would like to know. They want to see if, in fact, she was traumatized during the course of the <coughs> excuse me, lie detector test, as she claims. She talks about the psychological impact it had, that she doesn't want to fly, she has difficulty flying. Now, we know that was a flat-out lie. May I say that? Yes, a flat-out lie. She's flown west coast to east coast, east coast to west coast. She's flown to Hawaii, French Polynesia, Costa Rica, all over the world. But when she was asked to show up for a hearing, she couldn't fly. Although it is said that she was already on the east coast. She didn't know that the Senate Judiciary Committee Republicans, the majority, had offered to go to California to interview her in any form. And uh, why didn't she know? People say her lawyers must have withheld that information. Maybe the lawyers didn't withhold the information. Maybe she just didn't give a forthright answer. We know from her ex-boyfriend. That she never mentioned Kavanaugh's name. She never mentioned sexual assault in the six years that they lived together and the few years before that that they dated. We know she had no problem with claustrophobia because she had an apartment that was 500 square feet. That's a small apartment. That's a very small apartment. We know that she never mentioned Kavanaugh's name to her boyfriend, her living boyfriend of six years. So you have to believe... The unbelievable. To believe her testimony against Brett Kavanaugh. You have to believe the unbelievable. You must suspend your reasoning. And now that I've gone all through this, she's not the bubble lady. She came forward. She said it was her civic duty. She's presented herself to the American people, and we get to judge. Senate's not the only body that gets the judge. You and I get to judge. And we don't have to self-censor. You don't have to be rude and hateful and all the rest. I'm not that, and we're not doing that. Now, what did Kavanaugh say that was so unbelievable or contradicted? Absolutely nothing that I'm aware of. What, that he may have had more drinks one day than another day? He's the one who showed up with his calendars. He's the one who had witnesses who said he was never there. But you see, the FBI didn't interview him or Ford now, according to Ford's lawyers, who are very upset. And, of course, the Democrats are all one and the same. But that's not the nature of this investigation. It's not a criminal investigation. They testified in public under penalty of perjury. There's nothing else for them to say. So why do we continue to play footsie with the Democrats? We should play brass knuckles with the Democrats. Say enough already. And Mr. Flake and Ms. Collins and Ms. Murkowski, if you want to throw in with the Democrats, go ahead. We're having a vote. This is over. 
We are not going to participate in any further sham. We are not going to participate now in the trashing of the FBI. I'm not talking about the senior people at the FBI. Now they're trashing the FBI. If they're lecturing us for 18 months about the FBI, that's not the senior officials in the FBI who are doing these interviews. These are special agents, I have no doubt. The hard-working men and women of the FBI that the Democrats claim to like, but they hate all law enforcement, let's be honest. So enough's enough. We don't need to deal. Honestly, we don't need to deal with people who are diabolical. Diabolical. That includes Flake. That includes Collins. That includes Murkowski, who brought us to this point. I guarantee you, If it were their husbands or Flake's wife who are being treated this way, they wouldn't agree. You know what? Maybe we should extend this for a week. Why? What took place this weekend? Endless speculation. Endless analysis of what? The insanity is ubiquitous. It's all over the media. All over the media. I'll get to them later, as I always do. So to actually believe Dr. Ford is really to suspend the ability to use your brain, as applies to Brett Kavanaugh. If something happened to her, and it may well have, nothing to do with Brett Kavanaugh, I'll be right back. If you have a moment, I want you all to go to BrickHouseLevin.com. Just go there and click on the Buy Now button so you can read the reviews. Over 1,200 five-star reviews, I might add. But this one caught my attention from Steve in Denver. I'm upset with Mark because he's got me hooked on Field of Greens. What a great product. Thank you, BrickHouse, for your amazing product and great customer service. I'm a monthly subscriber, and I won't live without it. And you're welcome, Steve. And subscribing is smart. You save money that way. Field of Greens is made with real USDA organic fruits and vegetables and helps boost your immunity using antioxidants, prebiotics, and probiotics. Plus, they offer a 100% satisfaction guarantee or your money back. Go to BrickHouseLevin.com or call 833-RING-BHN. Get 15% off your first order with promo code LEVIN. That's BrickHouseLevin.com or call 833-RING-BHN, promo code LEVIN. America's most powerful conservative voice. The Mark Levin Show. Dial in now. 877-381-3811. Let's go to what President Trump said last night that seems to have so many upset, including some repubics, some hosts. What exactly did he say? Did he say something worse than the Democrats have said about Kavanaugh? Did he say something in a way that was more outrageous than Saturday Night Live when it dealt with Kavanaugh? Did he make a fabricated accusation, like the multiple fabricated accusations that have been made about Kavanaugh? Well, I listened to what the president said, and you know what? It was very mild. Very, very mild. Cut to go. What he's going through... 36 years ago, this happened. I had one beer. Right? I had one beer. Well, you think it was... Nope, it was one beer. 
Oh, good. How did you get home? I don't remember. How'd you get there? I don't remember. Where is the place? I don't remember. How many years ago was it? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. What neighborhood was it in? I don't know. Where's the house? I don't know. Upstairs, downstairs, where was it? I don't know. But I had one beer. That's the only thing I remember. And a man's life is in tatters. A man's life is shattered. His wife is shattered. His daughters, who are beautiful, incredible young kids, they destroy people. They want to destroy people. These are really evil people. So what did the president say that was wrong? Well, we don't like the way he said it. Why is that? Isn't it interesting? He makes a very important point here that I think has been lost on everybody. There's three other women involved in this. Mrs. Kavanaugh and the Kavanaugh girls. Have you heard anybody concerned about them on the Democrat side? Not one person. Not one person. And we're to believe everything Dr. Kavanaugh, uh, Dr. Uh, uh, Ford says. Well, I found her very credible, and I, I don't find her credible. Not in her terms of her accusations against Kavanaugh. I find the opposite. And so does the woman prosecutor who questioned her. And so do all the women around me. In my life. They don't believe it either. And they trash. And they, they degrade. And they vilify. And they lie about Kavanaugh. But don't say a thing about the Ford testimony. No, nope, no, nope, no, nope, no. Nope. She's the bubble lady. You're not allowed to say a word. Not a... Ah. And they create this environment... That this is really about all women who've been molested. No, it's not. Not in the least. The Democrats aren't talking about Juanita Broderick. Democrats aren't talking about Kathleen Willey or Paula Jones or the hundreds, if not thousands, who've been molested by the Kennedys and the Clintons. No, 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 no. It's not about all women who've been molested. It's about one woman making accusations against one man, and the woman's accusations don't hold up if you are rational and relatively objective about the facts. They don't hold up. In fact, they don't even make sense. Well, you must be attacking all women. I'm not attacking anybody. The left does not get to tell us who we are and what we think and define us, ladies and gentlemen. You must resist this. Then there's Schumer and Blumenthal and Mika and Hirono and Eleanor Holmes Norton and Chelsea Clinton and Ben Cardin and Susan Collins. Here's a montage. Now, what Trump just said is vile and disgusting, ladies and gentlemen. Cut three, go. President Trump's outright mockery of a sexual assault survivor was reprehensible beneath the office of the presidency and beneath common decency from one person. No, you're beneath the office of a senator and you have no common decency. You're the Svengali in the shadows who've done this whole thing. You, you are disgusting, Schumer. You've destroyed the Senate Judiciary Committee confirmation process. Ten times over. You're the sleaze. You're the snake. You're beneath contempt. On to the next fool. Blumenthal, go. 
This vile, mocking attack on a credible, immensely powerfully eloquent survivor of sexual Now, I notice assault. he keeps using this word survivor, like a Holocaust survivor. Survivor. I don't know who she is. I don't know what took place. But it's an interesting word to be applied here that she is per se a survivor. So a survivor, ladies and gentlemen, you can't question a survivor. So why do they want the FBI to investigate her? What's that all about? That is to question her. Go ahead. Is a mark of disrespect and disregard. I find it to be utterly disgusting. The president this, this, was- is, this is Mika, who's, of course, objective. I find it to be utterly disgusting. Stop talking about your soon-to-be husband that way, although we all find him to be utterly disgusting, quite frankly. Go ahead. You low yesterday, even for Oh, here's Hirono. Nobody ever heard of this woman outside of Hawaii a week or two ago. Now! She can't get on TV enough? You understand, for a lot of people, this is a career-making, at least as far as the kook left is concerned, a career-making event. For the media... Ratings through the through the roofs. What's why they keep running the same loops, saying the same things, doing the same story. I know I'm in this business. I see what they're doing on TV. Trust me on this. They're not going to walk away from this. They 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 love it. Go ahead. King Dr. Ford, because what we saw last night, what the country saw, and frankly, I bet the world saw, was a mean, disgusting attack. No, I didn't think it was mean or disgusting. Not like the attacks I've seen from the Senate Judiciary Committee. Not like the attacks I saw from Saturday Night Live. Not like the attacks I saw from Jimmy Kimmel and Bits. Or Steve Colbert. Or the other clowns who aren't even funny on late night TV. Those attacks or the attacks I've seen on the media against Kavanaugh suggesting he's a pedophile. They don't care about the women in his life, his wife and his two little girls, do they? They didn't care about Clarence Thomas's wife, did they? They didn't care about uh, Bob Bork's wife, did they? Go ahead. Sexual assault victim. But I don't think the president should be mocking anyone. I just don't think that is behavior becoming. Now, this is Chelsea Clinton. Isn't isn't it ironic that they go to her about the behavior of the president? Is this is this some kind of a skit? I, I don't even know what's going on here. Then Ben Cardin, this loser. Go ahead. Belittle Dr. Ford uh, to me was outrageous. How about and belittling Kavanaugh? Was that outrageous to you? How about belittling Sarah Palin? Is that outrageous to you? How about belittling any conservative women or Republican women or women who've been molested by by a Kennedy or by a, a Clinton? Is that outrageous to you, Cardin? Because if it is, we've never heard from you before. We've never heard from you before, you jerk. Go ahead. Was the, the lack of respect for the President of the United States, for the Supreme Court, and the process. It was oh, outrageous. that's 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 precious. So the President has a lack of respect for the Supreme Court. You see, these people are, are insane and sickly, sickly. They can't possibly believe the stuff that burps out of their mouths. Go ahead. 
The president's comments were just plain wrong. Oh, that's our friend Susan Collins. The president's comments were just plain wrong. The president's comments were wrong. She doesn't even attack his tone. It's his comments. Let's hear it again. Cut to go. What he's going through. 36 years ago, this happened. I had one beer. Right? I had one beer. Well, you think it was... Nope, it was one beer. Oh, good. How did you get home? I don't remember. How did you get there? I don't remember. Where is the place? I don't remember. How many years ago was it? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. What neighborhood was it in? I don't know. Where's the house? I don't know. Upstairs, downstairs, where was it? I don't know. But I had one beer. That's the only thing I remember. And a man's life is in tatters. A man's life is shattered. His wife is shattered. Now stop there. Does that matter? Does it matter that a man's life is in tatters? That a man's life has been shattered? Does that matter? Did you hear Schumer or Blumenthal or Mika or Hirono or Norton or Clinton or Cardin or Collins? Did they show any sympathy for this other human being who's involved in this? None. None. None whatsoever. It is they who are disgusting, and it is they who are outrageous. We need more information. No, you don't, you idiot. It's right there in front of your face. Go ahead. Beautiful, incredible young kids. They Tell me, Susan them. Collins, what about those young girls? The young Kavanaugh girls. What about them? What about them? Nobody talks about them. That they have to watch this day in and day out with their father. Her father who did not do this. Based on Dr. Ford's own testimony. And under our law is an innocent man. You have to accept all that the Democrats are telling you where they generalize the issue in order to universalize the contempt, where they don't want to see the therapist's notes. And I could go on and on and on, but why the hell should I? I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. Taking your car in for an oil change and the mechanics find something wrong and surprise, you're hit with a repair bill you didn't expect. It's happened to all of us, right? Well, when you have extended vehicle protection like I do from CarShield, you don't have to worry about those unexpected surprises. So look, if your car breaks down after the manufacturer's warranty expires, you could be out of pocket thousands to get it fixed. Replacing your engine alone, well, that can cost thousands. Even a simple repair to a sensor can cost over $1,000, and there's nothing simple about today's cars. CarShield makes the process of fixing your car for a covered repair super easy. You can have your favorite mechanic or dealership do the work. It's your choice. They also provide you 24-7 roadside assistance and a rental car while yours is being fixed. Now, that's for free. So if your car is 5,000 to 150,000 miles, it doesn't mean you have to pay high repair bills. Save yourself uh, thousands in new repair costs. 
and, new rec- and um, get covered by the ultimate and extended vehicle protection. And call 800-CAR-6100, 800-CAR-6100, mention Levin, or visit carshield.com, that's carshield.com. Use code LEVIN, that's L-E-V-I-N. Either way, you save 10%. That's carshield.com, code LEVIN, or 800-CAR-6100, mention LEVIN. And deductible may apply. So all these people who found the president's comments outrageous or disgusting or mean, shouldn't they be looking in the mirror? Shouldn't they be looking in the mirror? And the media especially. The media especially. This is from uh, the Daily Mail exclusive. Christine Ford threw her under the bus. Strained sex assault witness Leyland Kaiser, her lifelong girlfriend. Seen for the first time as close family member confirmed she did not corroborate school friend Ford's story to the FBI. A weary-looking Leland Kaiser was seen for the first time. Kaiser, 52, whom Form described as her best friend at Holton Arms Preparatory School in Bethesda, Maryland, was her final hope for corroboration. However, the former pro-golfer couldn't corroborate Ford's story when she was interviewed by the FBI on Saturday. I believe this is Bob Beckel's ex-wife, by the way. Pictured in Daily Mail TV exclusive photos for the first time since news uh, Ford named her, Kaiser showed the stress of being put into the national spotlight. The close relative expressed anger at Ford's suggestion that Kaiser could not recall the party because of the, quote, significant health challenges. And why aren't the uh, media all worked up about how Dr. Ford threw a fellow female, Leland Kaiser, under the bus? She can't remember because of significant health challenges. The health challenges have not impaired her memory. But being caught up in the Kavanaugh scandal has proved physically trying to her. The relative said Leland is not a well woman. She has had years of injuries that have been that have seen her have 14 operations. She just wants to get better. Well, that's a very compassionate Christine Ford, I would say. Wouldn't you, America? I just thought I'd bring this up. Because which women... Are we supposed to be protecting and defending? And which women are we not supposed to be protecting and defending? Now, that renovation at her home. With the two doors, the two front doors. I just thought it was odd the whole thing came up. Well, it's kind of odd. People have looked into this. Real clear investigations looked into this. You know what they found? That second door wasn't there for an exit. That second door led to a refurbished room and a bathroom where businesses were run out of it. Or the room could have been rented. So that room was created with that door, not because of any uh, psychological issues or difficulties. Paul Sperry points out in Real Clear Investigations. Now it was created as another form of, uh, of income. You start adding things, these things up, it really does create a problem, doesn't it, Mr. Producer? I mean, you go through this one thing after another after another, and of course now they're indignant that the FBI didn't interview Kavanaugh. Why, is she going to change her opinion? That argument doesn't even make sense. Why? Is she going to change her opinion to the FBI? That could be perjury. I don't think she'll do that. And they didn't even interview Judge Kavanaugh. Well, why should they? Is he going to change his opinion? I don't think so. 
Well, we need to get to the truth. No, all they do is interview people and ask them questions, write it up, and hand it over. It's only been said four billion times that that's what a background check is. So, what is it that the FBI needs to find out? Now, if they really did interview Dr. Ford, then they should take with them Prosecutor Rachel Mitchell's memo, as well as several of the points I've been raising, and then have Dr. Ford square the circle. That would be a real criminal investigation. And they could do the same with Kavanaugh, but I don't see any contradictions in his testimony. Do you? I really don't. I don't think you have a lot of ex-Kavanaugh girlfriends coming forward and saying, uh, well, he lied about this and he lied about that. And no, that's not true. He did like the fly and uh, he wasn't claustrophobic and uh, he did this and he did that. There's nobody who said that. Well, do you have this old guy who went to Yale? He said he threw ice. He threw ice. <clears throat> Luckily, he didn't throw a lamp or an ashtray. A la Hillary Clinton. Yep, yep. Are we allowed to talk about the truth anymore? Am I allowed to? I had a dear friend. He is a dear friend. He wrote me. He said, you need to be careful about this stuff. I said, I'm being careful. I'm not being mean. I'm not being rude. I'm just laying it out the way I see it. On the other hand, the republic's at stake. The Supreme Court's at stake. I'm not going to cow. I'm not going to hide under the table. I'll be right back. With a daily fake news dump pouring through your TV, mobile phones and computers, you may have missed some real news like the recent study in the journal Cell Metabolism. Scientists suspected a correlation between growing rates of obesity and processed foods, but what this study discovered was that these foods also appear to lead people to overeat. Here's the bottom line. You need fresh fruits and vegetables in your diet, which is why I recommend that you start taking Field of Greens by Brickhouse Nutrition. Just one scoop of Field of Greens has a full serving of real USDA-certified organic fruits and vegetables. It helps boost your immunity using antioxidants, prebiotics, and probiotics. This is real food, not some fake supplement lab powder. Just read the nutrition facts panel on the side. Go to BrickhouseLevin.com, that's BrickhouseLevin.com, and you'll get 15% off your first order with the offer code LEVIN. You know you're not going to start cooking fresh fruits and vegetables, so let's not pretend. Just get one full cup of fruits and one full cup of vegetables every day with Field of Greens. Go to BrickHouseLevin.com, BrickHouseLevin.com, offer code LEVIN. He's here. He's here. Now broadcasting from the underground command post. Deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Hello, everybody. Mark Levin here. Our number, 877-381-3811. 877-381-3811. You know, very, very sad news to report to you. News 13, WBTW, this is in Florence, South Carolina. One suspect is in custody and one officer 
is deceased after five law enforcement officers and one other person was shot in Florence, South Carolina. According to Florence County Coroner Kevin Von Lutkin, one of the officers has died. No other details on other victims' conditions is available. Florence County Emergency Management officials said on Facebook that a suspect is in custody and the active shooting situation is over. Officials are asking people to stay away from the area as there is still an active crime investigation in progress. According to Chief Deputy Glenn Kirby with the Florence County Sheriff's Office, the suspect surrendered to deputies after talking with a negotiator and has been taken to the hospital for treatment. Kirby also says a 20-year-old male inside the home was shot and is still alive. Let's see, Kirby confirmed that three deputies and two City of Florence officers have been shot, according to the... Okay. That's all we know. You know, I'm going to tell you something. I've been thinking about this today. Keep reading these stories that were more divided than ever before. Now, clearly we're not more divided than we were during the Civil War. But we're certainly more divided than we ever were before up to that, uh, since that time is my, is my guess. And people will blame this on Donald Trump. No. It was Barack Obama before Donald Trump. It's Barack Obama's Democrat Party. The radicalism of the left, the Alinsky tactics the quasi-Marxist policies. It's Barack Obama's Democrat Party. And Barack Obama lit a fuse that has divided, balkanized, tribalized this country like I've never seen it before. Certainly not in modern times or my lifetime. And you have to keep a few things in mind about the nature of the Democrat Party. This is how the Democrat Party was born, and this is how the Democrat Party wins office. Democrat Party was born essentially out of slavery. Essentially as a slavery. It was a slave party, if you will, for most of the time. After the Civil War, wouldn't give it up. It was the segregation party. And now we're supposed to believe it's the Civil Rights Party. How so? The Republican Party was never the Slave Party. The Republican Party was never the Segregation Party. The Republican Party has always stood for individualism and life, even now. What is the number one issue for the Democrats? Certainly the number one social issue. It's abortion. Abortion's not about life. Abortion's about death. Whatever your feelings about it, there's no escaping that fact. To have a party in one point of our history where its primary objective was to protect slavery. Another time in its history, its primary objective was to protect segregation. A war fought over slavery... Riots and wars, if you will, domestically fought over segregation. Then they claim the mantle of civil rights. 
when it's the Republican Party that opposed slavery, that opposed segregation. Those were not Republican governors standing in any doorhouse. And then the Democrats try to rewrite history. Well, you know, the old Democrats are the new Republicans. No, they're not. No, they're not in the least. The old Democrats are gone. They didn't turn into young Republicans. But this mindset of nullification, you can see it with sanctuary cities, secession, you can see it in California with the radical left. The mindset about destroying individual human beings. The mindset about old white men and phrases like that. It's the Democrat Party. They just change their approach. It's all about power. The Democrat Party cannot survive if the nation is united. What is the Democrat Party? The Democrat Party is an entity, a political entity, that is made up of disparate parts based on race based on religion or no religion based on income based on age and so forth and so on it is the party of balkanization it is the party of tribalism And so when you and I, when we try to discuss the Constitution of the Declaration, these are very quaint ideas to the Democrats, but they really have nothing to do with anything. Their objective is always how to get power and how to keep it. How to advance their cause, whether they win elections or lose elections. Why do you think we have this massive administrative state? The early progressives tell you why. Because elections come and go. Franklin Roosevelt tells you why. That we will only have temporary control over the instrumentalities of government, but, but we need to make permanent our policies. And so they have bastardized the federal judiciary. They've created a fourth branch of government in this massive administrative state. So even when they lose elections, from their perspective, they're supposed to win. And when they win elections, they tell you they have a mandate. So they never lose. What did Obama say when, they lost the, when he lost the midterm during his presidency? That all those people didn't vote, he represents them and the ones who voted Democrat. So in his mind, he had a perverse idea that he represented the vast majority of the American people, including those who didn't vote and the Democrats who did vote. Look, yesterday and now today, the New York Times, a massive story, 15,000 words. That's like three chapters in a typical book on Fred Trump's taxes and tax returns going back to the early 2000s. Where did they get that information? Where did they get that information? This is a civil liberties union. We are forced to file federal income taxes. We are forced to file death taxes. We have no choice. We have to give it to the IRS and state authorities. The New York Times said it had 100,000 pages. They went through, to be more accurate, went through 100,000 pages 
that's boxes and boxes of material. If it were, you know, hard copy as opposed to uh, uh, electronically provided. Well, they got it from the government, obviously. The question is, which part of the government? A U.S. attorney's office? The attorney general's office in New York? Bob Mueller's office? The Internal Revenue Service? Where did they get this information from? Does anybody care? No. Does anybody even raise it? No. And half of the article is an attack on Trump effectively as a failed businessman. That but for his father, he could never have achieved great wealth. You've never seen a piece like that written about the Kennedys. Ever. And you never will. Or any of these multi-billionaire families where the father or the grandfather created the initial wealth. Most of you are familiar with New York City, aren't you? All those buildings with the president's name on them. He created those. Even in areas where it used to be warehouses and so forth along the Hudson River, he rebuilt that entire area. They want you to believe that Donald Trump is a lousy businessman, is a lousy developer, and but for his father, he couldn't succeed. They're so concerned about that. And they go on about how he, he's a tax cheat. First of all, as I understood it, these were his father's tax returns. But why is he a tax cheat? Has he been adjudicated a tax cheat? No. Has he been adjudicated a tax cheat administratively or judicially? No. No, he hasn't. Now, what is the president supposed to do? Now, you know full well when you have these kinds of holdings, you can't actually file your own tax returns. You hire professionals, and you sign the tax return, and you submit it. And, of course, the goal is to pay as little taxes as possible. Ask Bill Clinton that. I seem to recall one year he deducted his used underwear. Remember that, Mr. Producer? But there's never been a New York Times investigation into the Clintons like this. The wheeling and dealing. They haven't built a damn thing. Is there a single building in New York or any other part of the country with the Clintons' name on it? No. What do they do to make $150 million? Did they pay their taxes? How about all these foreign speeches? Did they influence the Clintons, particularly when she was Secretary of State or a senator? The New York Times doesn't care any more than the New York Times doesn't care that Hillary Clinton violated the Espionage Act multiple times or Bill Clinton raped Juanita Broderick and, and molested so many other women. Now it's the Me Too movement. It's interesting, isn't it? It's the Me Too movement, except when it comes to Keith Ellison, and John Conyers. Remember Joe Scarborough defending John Conyers despite what was coming out. So have this big article. And everybody just keeps regurgitating it. Everybody just keeps repeating out of the New York Times. Because the New York Times is always right. Don't you know? The New York Times is never wrong. We have uh, DeCamio, the mayor of uh, New York City. 
They want to recoup any money that Donald Trump owes the people of New York. That's what he says. Donald Trump created thousands and thousands of jobs in New York. Both directly in his buildings and indirectly through suppliers. But that's not the way communists think. It's not the way they think at all. So what's Trump supposed to do? Go through a 15,000-word document and respond after one after another after another? Of course not. And the New York Times knows he's not going to do it. But who are you going to believe? The Trump family or the New York Times? I've talked about this many times. I had before me an article that appeared, this is just one of many, on April 18, 2013 in the Daily Beast. Between 1939 and 1945, the New York Times published more than 23,000 front-page stories. Of those, 11,500 were about World War II. 26 were about the Holocaust. 26. So why did the paper of record, which President Franklin Delano Roosevelt is said to have combed through every morning, decide to bury the bulk of its Holocaust coverage deep inside the newspaper, nestled between the advertisements? Why did they do that? But why do media today rely on it? Why do media today rely on the New York Times when it comes to the greatest act of genocide in modern world history? The New York Times covered it up. Shouldn't that destroy any credibility any institution has? I know what I'm saying falls on deaf ears. I really do. Throughout the media, they don't care. But you should care. I'll be right back. Lovin. All right. Yes, facts. We deal in facts here. And at bottom, what we support here is liberty and individualism and all those sorts of things, you know. Now, do you want to hear about the renovation of uh, Dr. Ford's house? No, you don't. Just take my word for it. There's a great piece, as I said, at Real Clear Investigations. And, of course, uh, now we're to believe that the FBI failed to do a thorough job. (laughs) And uh, we'll see how this goes, but it better go soon. Now, as a result of this, you've probably been hearing during the day, uh, but we have the most recent numbers. As a result of this, apparently you have had enough. TPM, which is a fairly liberal site. Um, The headline is, Paul Kavanaugh hearing galvanized Republicans erasing Democrat enthusiasm edge. This came out less than three hours ago. The highly contentious fight over Judge Brett Kavanaugh's Supreme Court confirmation hearing has helped galvanize Republican voters to erase a long-standing Democratic edge in voting enthusiasm, 
according to a new poll from Marist College for NPR and PBS News. In the poll, 82% of Democrats and 80% of Republicans say the upcoming elections are very important. That negligible two-point difference in voter enthusiasm is down from a 10-point edge Democrats held when Marist polled that question in July, and much lower than other polling from earlier this fall. The Democrats' lead on the generic congressional ballot also dipped from 12 points in September to 6 points now, slightly below what they'll need to feel confident in winning the House this fall. The poll does find that a solid plurality of voters believe Dr. Christine Blasey Ford over Kavanaugh that he sexually assaulted her when they were teenagers. Now, there was another poll, by the way. Not into polls, but it's out there, so we can discuss it. There's another poll out there that says that when you tell the same respondent that there's not a single witness or corroboration or any evidence, then the support moves to Kavanaugh, you see. This is just one poll, but it's not the only public survey in recent days that's shown a shift toward Republicans since Ford came forward with her accusations. Democrats privately have told TPM in recent days that they saw an uptick in GOP interest and intensity in the days leading up to the Kavanaugh hearings and a tightening in polls in states where their candidates had held wider leads, though some say they've seen some evidence that the hearings themselves helped their side some. I told you last week, I think this will backfire. I hope it backfires. You've seen the, uh, the ugly underbelly of the left. I'll be right back. ends and liberty begins. The Mark Levin Show at 877-381-3811. You have media trashing all over the place. You know who else they're targeting? Devin Nunes. They're going after Devin Nunes. Now, you know why they're going after Devin Nunes? Because the Democrats and the media want to take him out. There's a guy, Ryan Lizza. He's a left-wing hack, he's a phony, he's a fraud, and he writes for Esquire. Esquire, doesn't everybody get Esquire? Doesn't everybody get Esquire magazine? Up there with GQ, don't you know? And it's story written at the Federalist website, an outstanding website, with an outstanding writer there by the name of Molly Hemingway. Esquire's Ryan Lizza published a lengthy story alleging that Representative Devin Nunes has a, quote, politically explosive secret, unquote, that he's a hypocrite on immigration policy, and that when Lizza went to a small town in Iowa to blow open the conspiracy, he was met by odd townspeople who treated him poorly. Turns out that Nunes doesn't have a secret, that he's not a hypocrite on immigration policy, and that the Iowans Lizza met were wary of him slowly driving around town while children were at play because they discovered Lizza had recently been fired from his job for sexual misconduct. Oh, my goodness. He couldn't get on the Supreme Court, I don't think. Well, he could. He's a left-wing Democrat. Devin Nunes has a secret, the article begins. So what is this politically explosive secret? Must be a big one, right? Well, no. The secret isn't secret at all. 
And it's also entirely irrelevant. Nunez comes from a farming family in the San Joaquin Valley of California. He still has a lot of family in California who have farms and include on the farm, uh, including the farm he grew up on. But, and you may want to sit down for this, Nunez's father sold his farming operation in California a few years back and bought a farm in Iowa. Yes, that's the politically explosive secret. That's the secret. Except it's not a secret. Lizza admits that Nunez's parents farmed in California until 2006, and that, quote, Devin's uncle Gerald still owns a dairy back in Tulare, California. In fact, the company farm referenced in various media outlets is still run by family members. Lizza may be unaware that Nunez's parents spend time in both Iowa and California and own property in both locations, although why any of this is relevant to Nunez is unclear. I wonder if they looked at his high school yearbook yet. The Fresno... I wonder if we should look at Nancy Pelosi's high school yearbook. Are we allowed to do that? Or Maisie Hirono. Can we look at her high school yearbook? Does she have one? The Fresno Bee, which is well known for its anti-Nunez crusades, has reported... Isn't the, aren't the media wonderful in this country? No, they're not. They suck has reported on both the Nunez's farms in Iowa and Nunez's farms in California. Just last August, it noted that Nunez sold his 5,000-acre cropping and custom farming operation in Tulare County before moving to Iowa. Nunez's uncle, Gerald, remains in charge of the Tulare County dairy operation previously run by Nunez's grandfather. No one is alleging that Nunez claimed to be running his own farm, even if MSNBC mocks him as a former dairy farmer. Lizza casually acknowledges that the secret, quote-unquote, has been written about locally, writing, quote, As far as I could tell, until late August, neither Nunez nor the local California press that covers him had ever publicly mentioned that his family dairy is no longer in Tulare. You see, Lizza's theory is that no one mentioned it because it's part of an elaborate conspiracy of silence and an explosive secret. The alternate theory is that no one mentioned it because few normal people give a damn where the congressman's parents live. And it goes on. I wonder if he ever threw any ice cubes. I'm just wondering if he ever threw any ice cubes because we now have standards. The media have standards. Now, they don't have standards for themselves, of course. Okay, let's see. There's some breaking news here, I see, Mr. Producer. The Capitol Hill police have elected a staffer on Capitol Hill. Who They arrested a Democrat staffer on Capitol Hill accused of releasing personal information on Republican lawmakers. So we'll be digging into this during the break. I wonder if we'll get the Medal of Freedom should a Democrat be elected president of the United States. You know they don't care. But we'll get the particulars. And you remember, this was in the meeting. We touched on it. That uh, they gave out the, uh, the names and addresses. But this is just sort of the institutionalized activity that's been taking place all along, isn't it? Chasing down members of Congress and members of the Trump administration. And now, of course, McConnell. Going after McConnell at the airport. Let's go to Jeff. Florence, are you in North Carolina or South Carolina? 
South Carolina. That's what I thought in the uh, where the story just broke. The great W E E B. Go ahead. Yes, sir. Um, yeah, I was just wanting to call and um, talk to you, Mark. Uh, I've heard a lot of stories bouncing around already on Twitter, um, and I just wanted to clear it up. Me and my daughter were actually, I was taking her to CCD at a local Catholic church in town, and we were right near the intersection, um, less than a quarter mile from where it was going down, and a lot of cops were going by, SWAT, armored vehicles were going, and we could hear the shooting. I mean, it was it was. You know, it was lots of shots, gunshots, and it would get quiet, and then you would hear it again. Well, we we were stuck for like ten minutes, and then finally someone come by and said, "Y'all, you just need to get out of the area." So we turned around and went back home. But unfortunately, five officers were shot. One has passed away, and two are are touch and go. They're not sure if they're going to make it. So, yeah. but I just wanted to clear something up too. Um, the area happened in is one of the nicer neighborhoods in our whole community um so i, just well, I don't i don't think know. i mentioned that one way or another no 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 i'm not saying that i just read a story online where they're saying it was a they're trying to say now that there was a well-trained militia shooting out with the police officers here in town and it was not that at all i just wanted to clear that up because well um, unless a militia uh, is, is can be one person i believe they have one person as suspect right exactly it was a it was an older gentleman and it was a one person suspect. But you know, I just, all right. Wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. Tell me about the suspect because I haven't read that yet. Yeah, he's he's an older gentleman, and apparently there he's was not a gentleman. He's a killer, but he's an older killer. Well, he's yeah, a killer. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. He's a killer, and um, he uh, basically they went there to serve a warrant on him, and that's when the shooting broke out. Sounds like he just flipped out. I don't know. Yeah, he did. But, I, I, you know, I just was reading things on Twitter already, people making up stories. And yeah, get off Twitter now. Stay off there. Yeah, oh, I know. Tell me about it. That's, that's why we try to listen to you, because that way we can get the real story. Well, thank you. You just gave us the real story, and I very much appreciate that. Uh, for those listening for the first time uh, this evening, uh, five, five officers were shot, and another individual, as I understand it. One pronounced dead. Uh, this gentleman pointed out the two are critical. I can't confirm that yet. Uh, so there was a slaughter of police officers in Florence. That's South Carolina. In Florence, South Carolina. Horrible. Let's go to Rick, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, our great affiliate, WPHT. Go. Hey, Mark. How are you doing? Thank you okay. so much for all that you do. Thank you. Uh, we greatly appreciate um, I, I'm just sitting here listening about the tax returns about Trump, and I'm just getting more and more annoyed. You know, um, I elected uh, our president because he is a very smart businessman, and that's what I wanted for our country, and we're seeing the results of that. I didn't want an idiot in there. Uh, but one of the things about tax returns is about when Hillary was running for senator, she had to be a resident of New York. So they had to buy a property in New York. I have been in the mortgage business for a long time, and my company, Nationwide, gave them the mortgage. They had a problem qualifying, and the only way they could qualify is to find additional income. The property in the back of the house that they purchased has a carriage home. What they said is that our president is a president that requires lifelong protection, but the CIA, Secret Service rather. 
And that's what they're doing. They rented the house out to the Secret Service to cover their mortgage payment. This can be verified and validated, but this was how the Clintons qualified for the mortgage on the backs of the American people. Mm-hmm. I'm not surprised. I seem to recall that they were renting to the Secret Service, but I never put one-on-one together. All right, my friend, thank you. I appreciate that. Is there any place that teaches young adults to seek what is true, beautiful, and good? To even understand what those things mean? How about understanding the principle that all men are created equal? Or why America is the world's freest nation? There is a place where students study these things, Hillsdale College. And by putting in the work to understand essential truths, students graduate ready to lead in any field of their choosing. And that's true. It is a great school. In Hillsdale, students learn what it means to be a good citizen. You can learn this, too. Hillsdale offers its stellar education to you, too, through the free monthly subscription to Imprimus and in free online courses like Constitution 101. The fact is, every American can learn like a Hillsdale student from the same professors. Most remarkably of all, Hillsdale provides this service to our nation without taking a single penny of taxpayer money. Not one penny. I encourage you to learn how Hillsdale can serve you by going to a website just for you, levinforhillsdale.com. That's levinforhillsdale.com, L-E-V-I-N for Hillsdale.com. Now, it's my understanding that Life, Liberty, and Levin will be aired at its normal time, 10 p.m. Eastern time, 7 p.m. Pacific time on this Sunday. As you know, it was pushed to 11 p.m., this past Sunday. And what's remarkable about that is we had over 1.3 million viewers at 11 p.m. at night. As a matter of fact, we had over 1.1 million viewers as it was getting close to midnight. Now, nobody does that, but I can tell you I'm not going to do it either. So let's hope it sticks to the 10 p.m. time frame. We're going to have a, a wonderful show, and we're going to be discussing the coverage of the Kavanaugh case, the coverage of the Trump presidency. That is, the media. A show specifically focused on that for the entire hour. We're going to have Molly Hemingway of The Federalist and Joe Concha of The Hill Newspaper. And we're going to have an extensive discussion about the coverage that has taken place of this uh, Supreme Court nominee as well as the President of the United States, among other things. So you're not going to want to miss it. And you actually can stay awake and watch it. Now, what's amazing about this, the week before, we had the highest viewership of any program for the entire weekend on Fox, on CNN, on MSNBC, Saturday or Sunday, morning, noon, or night. And then they moved us last week. So we're hoping that, uh, that we'll be locked into our time slot at 10 p.m. We've built it, you know, when I first came on, the network there at 10 p.m. Uh, they're running reruns, as I recall. They're getting .6s and .7s and stuff like that. And now they're getting, they got 2 million. .6, .7, that's like six, 700,000 viewers. Now, it's because of you, mostly because of you and my radio audience. You're loyal, you're interested, you're smart, you want substance, yes, you want to laugh too, and that's what we do. 
we don't have the same format, the, the formatics, as I call it. Leading with a monologue and 15 guests and uh, we're standing in one scene, we're sitting in another, we have a panel in another. No, 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 no. Let's just cool it. Have a smart discussion. Sit across from each other. And talk about these matters that matter to you and me. That's all. And it's been wildly successful. Even though it's 10 p.m. Eastern on Sunday night, it's been wildly successful. That's because of you. Not me, not the guests, because of you. I believe the long-form interview is very important. I believe it's been abandoned over the decades. Uh, I recall watching long-form interviews when I was a young man. They had a great influence on me. Watching Milton Friedman, William F. Buckley, and Tom Sowell, and all those greats. And we want to do the same. Not that I'm one of them, but we want to do the same. And we want people to be on the program who are not necessarily on some other program and are not necessarily related to the event that occurred the day before or three days before. Sometimes it will, sometimes it won't. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. Have you ever heard of NO? I'm referring to nitric oxide or NO. Your eyes are rolling. Don't roll your eyes. Listen to me. This is important. It's a gas that your own body makes in the lining of your blood vessels from the time you were a baby. So it's essential. But with each decade, our body produces less nitric oxide on its own. Now, why does this matter to you? Because nitric oxide is a Nobel Prize winning molecule that signals your, bo- your blood vessels to relax and dilate. Now, why is that important? Because it increases your energy. Now, Super Beats by Human has harnessed the power of nutrient-enriched beets to create this superfood that helps your body make more nitric oxide on its own. It just takes one teaspoon of Super Beats daily, and that supports your cardiovascular health and blood pressure levels, giving you natural energy without a quick caffeine kick or sugar high. Real, healthy, natural energy. Listen to Stephen from Illinois who says, The taste is really good as is the increase in energy. Great caffeine substitute without the negative caffeine side effects. So call 866-205-4907. I know, could there be a a more difficult toll-free number? But let's try it together. 866-205-4907. Or, this is simple, go to superbeats.com slash Levin. Superbeats.com slash L-E-V-I-N. And find out how you can get a free 30-day supply of Super Beats and free shipping with your first purchase. So it's 866-205-4907 or go to superbeats.com slash Levin. That's slash L-E-V-I-N today. All right. Capitol Hill police arrested suspect in doxing of GOP senators. This is the Hill newspaper. U.S. Capitol Police arrested a suspect for allegedly doxing one or more GOP senators by posting their private information online. Now, I take it doxing means giving out, you know, their their home address and so forth. The suspect, 27-year-old Jackson Costco of Washington, D.C., has been charged with 
publicizing restricted publicizing restricted personal information, witness tampering, second-degree burglary, threatening interstate communications, unauthorized use of a government computer, identity theft, and unlawful entry, according to a Wednesday press release. Capitol Police said an investigation is ongoing. They declined to answer the Hill's request for comment. Reports emerged last week that someone from within the U.S. House of Representatives had posted the home addresses and personal cell phone numbers of Republican Senators Orrin Hatch, Mike Lee, and Lindsey Graham. And they put them on uh, Wikipedia. The United- and by the way, this Wikipedia is the worst. If you go on Wikipedia, I'll tell you again, and, and pull up my name, all the left-wing kooks obviously are allowed to edit it. It's just a disgrace. It is, uh, it is a joke. Don't use it. I'll be right back. Do you wake up in the morning feeling sluggish and have to drag yourself through your day? Do you feel bloated, tired, and out of shape? Eating healthy is a habit, but most of us don't really know exactly what we should be eating, right? How much we should be eating and how to properly prepare it. This is why I drink Field of Greens every morning before I start my day. Just one scoop of Field of Greens has a full serving of real USDA-certified organic fruits and vegetables. Helps boost your immunity using antioxidants, prebiotics, and probiotics. Now this is real food, not some fake supplement lab powder. Just read the nutrition facts panel on the side. Go to BrickHouseLevin.com and get 15% off your first order with the offer code LEVIN. Now, you know you're not going to start cooking fresh fruits and vegetables, so let's not pretend. Just get one full cup of fruits and one full cup of vegetables every day with Field of Greens. Go to BrickHouseLevin.com, BrickHouse, L-E-V-I-N.com, offer code LEVIN. He's here. He's here. Now, broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Hello, everybody. Mark Levin here. Our number, 877-381-3811, Hi, right, ladies and gentlemen, I uncovered an audio from 2001 of Brett Kavanaugh. I uncovered an audio of Brett Kavanaugh. And unfortunately, I think this is going to sink his nomination. Cut 16, go. I uh, didn't take school that seriously. I... Oh, whoa, 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 wait a minute. I meant Barack Obama. I meant Barack Obama, sorry. Cut 16, go. I... Uh didn't take school that seriously. I uh, got in a fight. By the way, you know that was a joke, right? Some people, doesn't he know that? Yeah, I know the difference. But I wanted to get everyone's attention. Just pretend it's Brett Kavanaugh. Pretend it's Brett Kavanaugh, not Barack Obama in 2001. Pretend it's Brett Kavanaugh who made these things. And Barack Obama was very proud of this, very happy. Made him very cool, you know. Very cool. Cut 16 again. Go ahead. I uh, didn't take school that seriously. I uh, got into fights. I uh, drank and did uh, 
and, and, and consumed uh, substances that uh, weren't always legal. Um, and, uh, you know, I think generally was um, acting out uh, in ways that, uh, that when I look back on it, I understand. Uh, I think that what got me through those years was um, sort of a natural aptitude for schooling, which meant that I didn't have to pay attention too much to be able to keep my grades up and at least uh, um, graduate. Man, he um, sounds like he's on something right there, doesn't he, Rich? Hey, man, you know, uh, I had an aptitude for education. You know, I really didn't have to do much to... Uh, you know, I was a cool cat. I didn't, I didn't do a lot to keep my grades up, you know. Oh, yeah, I got into fights, uh, drank a lot, consumed illegal substances. <laughs> yeah, man, I was cool. Go ahead. It was self-destructive, you know. Uh, yeah, I might uh, drink a six-pack uh, in an hour before... Uh, uh, before going back to class, uh, things like that. A six-pack, six-pack, before going back to class, you know. It's okay, I never blacked out. I, I was still the cool kid in class. I never blacked out. Now, I'm playing that for a reason. Every Democrat on that committee loves Barack Obama. They would tell us, what the hell does this have to do with anything? Has to do with everything. Has to do with everything. He drank to the point of being drunk. He used cocaine. He used pot. He got into fist fights. I don't know if he actually threw ice or what, what the deal was. And everybody thinks he's cool. He was a great president. You know, he led the Democrat Party. And he's out there attacking, attacking, attacking Trump. As is his wife. That's okay. It's okay. Let me play it again so all of our friends at Fox and so forth might pick it up, Mr. Producer. One more time. This is Obama in 2001. Listen very carefully. It's very slow and painful, but nonetheless. Cut 16, go. I uh, didn't take school that seriously. I uh, got into fights. I... Uh, drank and did uh, and, and, and consumed uh, substances that uh, weren't always legal. Um, and, uh, you know, I think generally was um, acting out uh, in ways that, uh, that when I look back on it, I understand. Uh, I think that what got me through those years was um, or a natural aptitude for schooling, which meant that I didn't have to pay attention to. May I ask a question, ladies and gentlemen? I'm, I'm quite sure. How did he treat women? When he was drunk, when he was high, when he got in fights, how did he treat women? You know, we know he befriended Bill Ayers and Bernadine Dorn, terrorists, among others. And we were told that's not relevant. It's not relevant. Well, isn't everything relevant now? 
Isn't everything relevant? Go ahead. Able to keep my grades yeah. up and yeah. at least uh, um, graduate. Uh, some yeah, of my yeah. behavior was self-destructive. Yeah, I'd say. You know, uh, yeah, I might uh, drink a six-pack uh, in an hour before. Uh, now, now, think about that. Now, I'm not a, I'm not a drinker, but you might drink a six-pack in an hour? Mr. Producer, is that possible? That means you're, you're stone drunk, right? And you can't walk. You're, chug- you're chug-lugging a, a beer? Cans of beer, six of them in an hour uh, before class. Man, was I cool. He confesses to have done cocaine, not in this clip, but in the past. He confesses to have been a heavy pot user. Here he confesses to getting into fights. I'd say he was disqualified to be president. Too bad we didn't know all this, you know, that the standards were such. Uh, I suspect that his background is similar to a lot of members of the United States Senate. A lot of Democrats in the United States Senate. I suspect his background is similar to a lot of people in the media who all of a sudden have found morality. Morality. You know, he threw a piece of ice. He did what? Oh, yeah. He was in a bar and he threw ice. Oh, my God. Did he throw the pretzels, too? I don't know. How about the peanuts? You know, you can poke somebody's eye out. You throw a peanut. Oh, that's a good point. Oh, yeah. So he liked to drink. Oh. I'll bet he couldn't outdrink Barack Millhouse Benito Obama. Six-pack of beer in the hour before going to class? Holy moly. No way. No way could Brett Kavanaugh do that. I mean, it sounds to me like Barack Obama was the Joey Chestnut of beer, Mr. Producer. He can put down as many brewskis as Joey Chestnut could hot dogs in one minute. Six-pack of beer an hour before going to class? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm not talking three or four, not even five. I'm telling you six. I could put down six, uh, six pack of beer right before class. Wow, you're presidential material. You know that? Yes, I do. So that was 2001. Now we come to 2018. Mr. Kavanaugh, yes. You like to drink beer? Yes. So you admit you're a lush. No. Sometimes I had too much beer. Did you black out, uh, Mr. Kevin? No, I never blacked out. Oh, you didn't? No. Did you ever fall asleep? Where did you fall asleep when you drank too much beer, Mr. Kevin? We need to know. What kind of beer did you drink? Did you drink light beer or the, or the strong stuff? Drink from a bottle or a can or a draft? We need to know, did you drink the German stuff or the American stuff? Yeah. Because I suspect, Mr. Kaff, no, you have a little German in you, don't you? Excuse me? You know what I mean, Mr. Kavanaugh. Yes, Mr. Kavanaugh, uh, did you ever use drugs? Well, I don't know. Maybe I used pot. I don't remember. Oh, you don't remember. May I remind you, Mr. Kavanaugh, you're under oath. I know I'm under oath, Yes. 
And tell me, sir, uh, when's the last time you used pot? I don't use pot. No, no. Are you saying you excluded this information from your calendars when you were in high school? Well, yes, I, I think I did. Well, how can we believe anything that are in your calendars, then, Mr. Kavanaugh? Well, I mean, I, I wrote these things down to the best of my ability. No, you didn't. They were self-serving. You knew at the age of 17 you wanted to be on the Supreme Court, Mr. Kavanaugh. So every day when you were in a drunken stupor and high on pot, every day you would you would write these self-serving accounts in your calendar, wouldn't you, Mr. Kavanaugh? No, no, I never did. Oh, don't lie to us. You're under oath. I'm not lying to anybody. Don't raise your voice to us, because it seems to me, Mr. Kavanaugh, you're a bit intemperate. You're a bit intemperate, and for that reason alone, Mr. Kavanaugh, you shouldn't serve on the Supreme Court. Here we have allegations that you're involved in group sex every weekend for ten weekends. No, but I didn't. Uh, don't interrupt me. There goes your temper again. Here we have your calendars, Mr. Kavanaugh, and I think they're incomplete because we know you were drunk. No, that's not. Don't interrupt me. I'm a senator. Don't show me disrespect. And uh, here we have an allegation uh, from uh, Ms. Ramirez. Uh, Who's Ms. Ramirez? Ah, I said, don't interrupt me. And you were at this party, weren't you, Mr. Kavanaugh? No, I wasn't. I only get five minutes. Please don't interrupt with your answers. So we've, we've made it abundantly clear because we suspend due process and presumption of innocence on this committee that you were involved in gang rapes for 10 weekends in a row. Uh, we've made it obvious now, uh, you've made it obvious, sir, that you were drunk. No, but, yep, that you forged your calendars. And... We need an FBI investigation. No, FBI investigation for what? We need an FBI investigation, sir, to make sure that you're not committing perjury here. Actually, you see, Mr. Kavanaugh, just withdraw and we'll leave you alone. Just withdraw or we'll do more damage to you and your family. Just withdraw I will accuse you of leading ISIS, you see. No, but I, but I don't, you know, you don't understand. It's the allegation. That's all that matters. You don't get any due process or presumption of it. What do you think? This is a trial? This is a job interview. It's a job interview. So we get to do and say whatever we want. We get to politically molest you. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. again and ask all you libs out there if you voted for this man despite his heavy drinking and his drugs and his fighting maybe later in the program even though we're near the end instead we want to go to Jim Acosta's CNN Jim Acosta who is very abusive to Sarah Huckabee have you noticed this Mr. Producer He's very hateful towards Sarah Huckabee. Sarah Huckabee being a female, Jim Acosta being a male, Jim Acosta being white, too, I might add. So here is the sexist Jim Acosta of CNN 
Cut five. Go. It was pretty obvious that the president was mocking Christine Blasey Ford last night. He said, uh, how did you get home? I don't remember. How did you get there? I don't remember. Where is this place? I don't remember. Uh, he, he seemed to be, to the delight of the crowd there in Mississippi, mocking her repeatedly. Isn't there something wrong with the president? Now, you see, you see, this is a reporter, you see. This is somebody who really wants to get to the bottom of the information. Reporter who either hasn't read another woman's work, that is Rachel Mitchell, the prosecutor, or could care less. It's just, let's attack Trump. Nothing Trump said was false. But he's mocking her, ladies and gentlemen. Well, Kavanaugh's being mocked all over the place. Anyway, go ahead. He says she was sexually assaulted. It seemed to me that he was stating facts that Dr. Ford herself uh, laid out in her testimony. Once again, uh, every single word that Judge Kavanaugh has said has been looked at, examined, picked apart by most of you in this room. But not no one is looking at uh, whether or not the accusations made are corroborated, whether or not there's evidence to support them. Every person that she named uh, has come out and said either they didn't recall it or it didn't happen or they weren't there. Every single bit of evidence and facts that we've seen in this moment have supported Judge Kavanaugh's case. Now let's and stop there. And so you're a reporter, right? Then what's your next question? What facts are you talking about? What evidence are you talking about? No, no, no. It's this. Go ahead. Simply pointing out the facts of the matter, and that is what the Senate will have to use to determine whether or not they vote to support him or not. Are you saying Judge Kavanaugh is the victim in all of this? All of what? Is that really a serious question? Remember we talked at some length and some time ago about fabricating news, creating a news event. That's what Acosta is about. Acosta is a drama queen. I don't mean he's a queen queen. I mean in the phrase, he's a drama queen. He uh, He's very much interested in the drama and not interested in any information that's useful to anybody. Are you saying that Judge Kavanaugh is the victim and all that? He could be. But not to Jim Acosta. That's not the party line over there at the constipated news network, CNN. Go ahead. I think both Dr. Ford and Judge Kavanaugh uh, are victims at the hands of the Democrats. I think it is absolutely disgraceful what they've done and exploited this process. They exploited Dr. Ford. They're exploiting all of the women that have come out to make any type of accusation. This isn't the process that should have been done, and certainly everybody deserves to be heard, but that includes Judge Kavanaugh, and that should be part of this process, and the facts have to be looked at. I want to play something for you, Jim. May I call you Jim? No? Okay, Jimmy. May I play something for you, Jimmy Acosta? And I'd like your take on this. Cut 16 again, Mr. Producer. Go ahead. I uh, didn't take school that seriously. I uh, got into fights. I uh, drank and did uh, and and, and consumed uh, substances that uh, weren't always legal. Funny. Um, and, uh, you know, I think generally was um, acting out uh, in ways that, uh, that when I look back on it, I understand. Uh, I think that what got now, me that's through enough. this. It's monotonous. Just like Jimmy Acosta. What do you think of that, Jimmy? Uh, 
What do you think about this one, Jimmy? We have Representative Keith Ellison, or Keith X, as he used to be called in his old Farrakhan days, his old anti-Semite days. And this is the deputy chairman of the DNC. Cut 10, go. Congressman, do you see similarities between you and Judge Kavanaugh's hearings? Absolutely not. There's, there are no similarities. Every case is separate, different. Every case has its own facts. Uh, every case. Um, are you saying, sir, that your former living girlfriend is lying? Are you saying that you're the victim? Jimmy Acosta wants to know. Are you Keith? Uh, Keith X? Are you saying you're the victim? Sounds like it to me. Uh, I'll be right back. America's Tyranny Hunter. Call in now, 877-381-3811. Renee from Boulder, Colorado, raves about the brand-new Genesel Sunspot Corrector. Here's what she says. I love the Genesel Sunspot Corrector. It is my go-to product every day. I have sunspots and age spots and can see a definite difference in my skin since using it. Now, watch your sunspots, age spots, and even red and flame patches vanish right before your very eyes. And just like Renee, you click or call right now, you'll get the Genesel Sunspot Corrector absolutely free just for trying Genesel for bags and puffiness. Watch those stubborn sunspots vanish now before you get busy with the holidays and those bags and puffiness gone. And for results in less than 12 hours, the Genesel Immediate Effects is also yours free. Go to Genesel.com right now or call 800-SKIN-604. Order this week and receive Chamonix's Luxury Microderm Abrasion, also free rejuvenate and unclog pores for instantly radiant baby soft skin. Order this week and receive Chamonix's Luxury Microderm Abrasion, and I'm telling you, you're really going to like it. Order now. Shipping is also free. So call 800-SKIN-604, 800-SKIN-604, or go to Genesel.com. That's Genesel.com, 800 skin 604. All right. John Bolton today was at a press conference. And, um, well, I'll let you listen to this. It was really quite fascinating today. Let's start with cut 12. Go. Earlier today, Secretary of State Pompeo made a very important announcement regarding the president's decision to terminate the 1955 Treaty of Amity with Iran a treaty Iran made a mockery of with its support for terrorism, provocative ballistic missile proliferation, and malign behavior throughout the Middle East. Today's decision by the International Court of Justice was a defeat for Iran. It correctly rejected nearly all of Iran's requests, but we are disappointed that the ICJ failed to recognize that it has no jurisdiction to issue any order with respect to sanctions the United States imposes to protect its own essential security under the treaty. Instead, the court allowed Iran to use it as a forum for propaganda. The Iranian regime has systematically pursued a policy of hostility toward the United States that defames the central premise of the Treaty of Amity. The regime cannot practice animosity in its conduct and then ask for amity under international law. And now, the best part. Cut 13, go. You just uh, addressed Palestine and said it is a so-called state. 
Is that language productive in achieving the president? So, but the president recommitted to um, the, the president in New York City, as you know, recommitted his goal to achieving a two-state solution. That's right. So, um, is using that sort of language productive in his goal? Yeah, sure, of course. It's not a state now. It does not meet the customary international law test of statehood. Uh, it doesn't control defined boundaries. Uh, it doesn't fulfill the, the normal functions of government. There are a whole host of reasons why it's not a state. It could become a state, as the president said, but that requires uh, 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 diplomatic negotiations with Israel and others. So calling it the so-called state of Palestine defines exactly what it has been, a position that the United States government has pursued uniformly uh, since 1988 when the Palestinian Authority declared itself to be the state of Palestine. We don't recognize it as the state of Palestine. We have consistently, across Democratic and Republican administrations, opposed the admission of Palestine uh, to the United Nations as a state because it's not a state. I mean, has this reporter been operating under the uh, notion that there's a Palestinian state? Or is she just an idiot? Well, either way, you got it. Ted Koppel, during the Cobb report yesterday, you can hear the, the little squeaky voice in the background will be Brian Stelter of CNN. And this is quite true, and that is that without Trump, the ratings for a lot of these hate Trump stations would be dead. It's an obvious point, but Ted Koppel makes it, which is really quite interesting. Cut 14, go. Donald Trump has been very, very good for baseball. He has been wonderful for the industry. Your boss acknowledged as much a number of number of months ago during the campaign. Les Donald Trump, was, huh? It was Les Moonves who acknowledged Les Moonves it. also <laughs> acknowledged it, but so did the head of CNN. But that means that, what? That, that if ratings mean, are up, that means what? That, oh, the ratings are up. It means you can't do without Donald Trump. You would be lost without Donald Trump. Well, that is what he says. Ted, you know that's not true. CNN's ratings would be in the toilet without Donald Trump. You know that's not true. You're, you're, you're playing for laughs. You've lived through enough presidencies to know Hold on a there second, will be more Brian. presidents. What were the ratings before Trump and what are the ratings now? I would say uh, we might be up 20. We might be up 30 percent. We might be up 40 percent. If we go back down 40 percent, that's OK, too. Obviously. Well, it may not be. Okay, <laughs> of course it is. <laughs> I reject the premise that these networks are making so much money off of Trump and thus we, we benefit from oh, it. I, tell me for a moment, if you will, let's get away from CNN then, all right? Sensitive subject. <laughs> let's go to MSNBC. Is there a moment of the day when they are not focusing on Donald Trump? Answer no. Not a minute. Not a moment in the day. Same with the New York Times and the Washington Post and all the rest of them. And all the rest of them. It's absolutely unbelievable what's become of the news in this country, quite frankly. All right, let's take some calls now. Let's see. Uh, let us go to Robin, Indianapolis, Indiana, the great WFDM. Go. 
Yes, hi, Mark. It's so happy to be able to talk to you finally. Thank you. Um, I've been watching this fiasco with these senators um, complaining about how disgusting and mortified that they are that our president commented on this whole thing. And I, I just called all of their officers, actually, today, just to let them remind them that they are not, they have not been tasked with monitoring our president's opinions or his rallies or anything else. They have been tasked with deciding with this extra FBI baloney that Slate forced upon us um, and seeing if there's any additional information that they can get their vote in the right column or not, um, not monitoring our president's words. And for them to come out and act so morally superior and obnoxious is just really disgusting. Mm-hmm. It's a great uh, point. They have a job to do, and they're not doing it. In exactly. fact, they're doing the opposite. They're destroying the entire institution. Absolutely. And and I think that it's truly going to fail. I mean, I'm a woman. All the women friends that I know, well, most of them, I do have some some women friends, but uh, most of them are very concerned about this whole precedent that this might set. I mean, I have sons, amazing mm-hmm. sons, as a matter of fact. Yeah, well, all I, men come from women, and... Uh, most women have men in their lives or boys in their lives who they love, sons, grandchildren, and so forth, husbands, boyfriends. And uh, uh, you see what Mrs. Kavanaugh is going through. You see what those little girls are going through. And notice there are no Democrat senators that sh- have shown any compassion for them. None. I haven't heard any of these same so-called senators. I, I can't even give them a title. I'm, I've lost so much respect for them. But I have not seen any of them comment on that disgusting cartoon mm-hmm. i saw that and i just cried i cried well i don't i don't I even know what cartoon we're talking about to be honest with you all right i appreciate your call my friend excellent angelo anderson south carolina xm satellite go thank you mark taking my call sir um, go right ahead i told i told i came over here 29 years ago in 89 and uh when i I don't understand English because they in came Ukraine, over here. Came over here from where? From Ukraine. Okay. Uh, communist country. And right. uh, when I start going to school, and uh, that's why I, that's what I see those kids, Kavanaugh kids, Kavanaugh wife. You know, uh, been accused. He been accused, and what they living through. That's what I lived through. That's what my parents lived through. You know, and. Uh, uh, I always got a question. Why do you call them Democrats or liberals? They're communists. There wasn't socialism uh, party. It was communist party. But you know who they are? That's why they, they Hillary didn't win. Those, those people, my mom decided because it was simply it was Christian. And my, my not because Christians, decided to have a kid. But a bunch of kids. And none will never come back from the from the hospital. My brothers and sisters. All right, my friend. I appreciate your call. Let us go to Robert, San Francisco, California, the great KSFO. Go ahead. Mark, it's an honor to speak with you. A couple of points. Uh, One, uh, you know, the the Senate is built on a a set of rules and traditions and and, uh, conventions that uh, have been broken, I think, by the Democrats in a number of different ways. And it come back to haunt them, for example, uh, taking away the filibuster and things like that. But I think we ought to continue uh, to get rid of some of these legacy uh, archaic rules. For example, 
why should Dianne Feinstein, our fine senator, or Kamala Harris, our other fine senator, be given the privilege of a blue slip in the future after their behavior in this uh, conf- uh, conference? Well, you're going to ask me a whole series of questions, and you know I have no control over, and none of us do, over how the Senate functions. And so these are good in the abstract, but the fact is uh, they are what they are, and I don't see them changing it. Well, yeah, I'm talking about the blue slip rule. I mean, that's an internal Senate tradition. I don't much care for it either. And you're saying, but they should withdraw it from her. Fine. Maybe they should uh, they should give out peanuts during hearings, too. Fine. I don't know. But uh, the point of the matter is this isn't going to get us anywhere. Well, see what I mean? My second second point is what is going to get us anywhere is I think with your show and this this radio show and the television show that you're essentially the catalyst of a preference cascade that I think is taking place right now and it's going to have of the what? a great deal of a preference cascade. It's, uh, you know, very similar to what the man in, uh, from the Ukraine experienced probably. When people look to their left or right and they say, you know, that person just said something that I've been thinking for a long time, but I've been afraid to say it. And eventually people start changing their preferences, or at least their stated preferences, because they finally realize that the way they're thinking is acceptable. And I think that you and your efforts have a lot to do with that. People well, I, I hope you're right. Some days I really do wonder, but I hope you're right. Uh, we'll keep at it. And, Robert, I want to thank you for your call. Appreciate it. We'll be right back. Lovin. Well, fall's officially here. Temperatures across the country are starting to drop. After a long summer of running your air conditioning, you know, the time is quickly approaching to start running your heater as temperatures begin to drop in most of the country, too. The National Weather Center is saying the north and central part of the U.S. will experience a colder October than years past. Look, now's the perfect time to consider servicing your system and replacing your HVAC filters. And we have the perfect company to help you make life that much easier. Filterby.com, America's leading provider of HVAC filters for homes and small businesses. Choose from over 600 sizes, including custom options that ship free within 24 hours. Plus, they support working Americans, manufacturing all their filters right here in America. And you can save 5% when you subscribe for auto replacement. So you'll never forget to change your filters ever again. Filter by will save you time, money, and help you breathe better. That's filterbuy.com, filterbuy.com, and tell them Mark sent you. All right, let's see here. Bear with me. Here we go. Pulling up the call screen. Dorothy, Clayton, Georgia, XM Satellite. Go right ahead. Yes, sir. Thank you for taking my call. I have been on hold for quite a bit, but I've actually enjoyed being in one place, listening to your show. <laughs> Thank you. And having the opportunity to sort of, like, collect my thoughts on All right. the situation. Um, initially, I called because I wanted to speak No, no, about- just tell us what you have to talk about now before we run out of time. Oh, I know. I know. We're like, we're like, we're like there. We're there. We're there on the timeline. Go ahead. So I feel like Donald Trump last night in his rally did what he did so that the mainstream media would actually pick up the story because 
nobody was talking about the inconsistencies of uh, Dr. Ford's testimony. And I think that he did that because he knew they would all talk about how rude he was or how inappropriate he was. But in order to do that, they would actually have to show what he actually said. And so I feel like he did that and he like said, oh, you know what, I'm taking the bullet for, for Kavanaugh. While I've been on hold for the last two hours and 15 minutes, sir, I will tell you. You've been on the phone for um, two hours and 15 minutes? I'm sorry, I don't even have that on my no, clock that's here. Fine. That's fine, that's fine. My, my, I've, I've had the opportunity to educate my daughters on why this is so important. Um, there is a case with Emmett Teal in 1955, a young right. black man who was right. lynched in Mississippi, Caroline Bryan at the time. Caroline more than that. Bonham, more than that. He was tortured. He was beaten tortured. to a pulp. He was hanged. He was then burned. Go ahead. Yes. And in 2008, Caroline Bryant, at the time of the initial allegation, Caroline Dunham at the time, in 2008, recanted her story and said that she lied about the story. Um, of course, her husband and brother-in-law, who did the lynching and who were initially... Um, put on trial for the lynching of this young man. Um, you don't believe me when I say we're about to run out of time, do you? No, sir, I do. I'm, Please, well, get to the point. Please. Okay. Or you're going to miss it. All right. Donald Trump is the one who asked the Department of Justice to reopen the case on July 12, 2018, into Emmett Teal because a woman lied about a sexual assault. Mm-hmm. All right. I understand your point. Thank you. We can find many, many examples of people lying about crimes that they accuse others of being committed. We can. The history books are filled with them. And not just our history books. The world's history books are. It's why when we created this country and when it was established, we decided to do something else. Not only does the accuser have to prove their case against the accused... The bar is even higher. It's not a 50-50 proposition. If you accuse somebody of criminal activity, depending on the crime, the worse the crime, the higher the standard. The worse the allegation, the higher the standard. Beyond a reasonable doubt, if you're accusing somebody of raping you or sexually molesting you, beyond a reasonable doubt, is a standard in most places. Ladies and gentlemen, there's doubt all over the place here. This has been politicized horribly. The Democrats don't care about the truth. They wouldn't know the truth if it punched them in the nose. It's not about the truth. Same with most of the media in this country. And they're having a grand old time if you're watching TV endlessly, pumping the same stories, looping the same video, using that breaking news, breaking news, breaking news when there's no breaking news. They're playing us. And I, for one, am sick and tired of it. I want to thank the lady for Georgia for holding so long. I didn't realize it. But I will say, I've been hammering this point about her inconsistencies now for since last week. We salute our armed forces, police officers, firefighters, emergency personnel, all law enforcement out there. Check out Levin TV tonight, and I'll see you tomorrow. Be well.